Welcome to Strange Glow Video. My name is Justin. I'm Alec. Oh, wait. Hold on. I'm getting a phone call. Who the f*** answers their phone during the middle of a podcast? Hello. It's my roommate. Who is this? I hear you don't like the Scream movies. No, I don't like the Scream movies. They're awful garbage. Well, you prefer Jason Voorhees, huh? Well, yeah. He's much cooler with the hockey mask and the zombie skin and the machete. All right, all right. Don't break an arm jerking off Jason Voorhees. I get it. So, Nick... What's your favorite pornographic movie? Uh, Nymph Fever 4. That's a good one. I like it. My favorite is Coxilla vs. the Pussy Monster. Is that real? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm in the middle of a podcast right now. All right. I'll let you live. You got good taste in titty flicks. Have a good night. Have fun reviewing Scream 4. You're not going to kill me? Thank you. Yeah. I love you. Yes. Who the fuck are you talking to? My roommate. What kind of asshole takes a call in the middle of a movie? That was not your roommate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what was that all about? Like, I tell my roommate I love him. <sighs> Can we move in? Maybe. No, really, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so tonight we're going to talk about Scream 4, if you already didn't catch that. From 2011. By tapes. 2011. This is the first large gap they had in the uh, Scream franchise. Yeah, 11 year Not a large gap, enough gap. 10 year in the universe. Um, let's talk about Kevin Williamson for a minute, who wrote Scream 1, Scream 2, not Scream 3, but actually he did write a draft of it and then it was rewritten by someone else. Interesting. Um, which actually, the Scream 4 also had a bunch of rewrites because of the Weinsteins not liking Kevin Williams' shit. Uh, so he did the original draft and is still credited on Scream 4. Weinsteins. And yeah, fuck there were guys. like fucking a bunch of other rewrites and shit done. Um, so much so that Hayden Pantier almost didn't come back. Uh, almost like quit. Oh, quit because it was like in the middle of so filming? Fuckery. Like before Welcome filming began, I think, but I'm not oh, sure. So getting cast and then Save just the doing shenanigans. Save yeah. the world. Exactly. Heroes. So this was uh, Wes Craven's final film he directed. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Did he retire? Yeah, he retired, all right, from yeah. life. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say, he kind of retired because he died. Mm. Um, You know, we covered Signs recently. You know who was in that? Uh, One Gibson. of our other fake Culkins? Rory Culkin. Uh, Rory Culkin. Rory Culkin. That was him. And uh, Emma Roberts is pretty great in this. It's two of our, some of our leads we're talking about here. Hayden Pantier, we already mentioned. Nev, Courtney, and David, obviously, we don't need to... Mm -hmm. We all know they're back for this one. Mm. Um, <laughs> some interesting casts in this. Uh, Anthony Anderson, mm -hmm. he, which is funny because he's in Scary Movie 3 and 4. Mm -hmm. It's amazing that he's in this because of that. That's what makes his role so, so meta. Uh, Adam Brody. Mm -hmm. who had been in Jennifer's Body a couple years prior. He was in Jennifer's Body. He's the band member that is the cult that 
fucking kill and sacrifice Jennifer to make her a demon, basically. And then she goes and kills them later. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sick. He's just wearing a lot less eyeliner in this movie. Yeah. Uh, Mary McDowell, Mary McDonald, from Independence Day and Donnie Darko, plays Kate, Jill's mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah the aunt. Yeah. Aunt. Aunt. Oh, aunt. yeah, Yankee. Uh, or no, no, wait. Oh, the and then South says aunt. Mary Shelton, who you might recognize as Wendy Peppercorn. Oh, yeah. What's uh, that? Who's that? From Sandlot, the lifeguard. Oh. You're killing me, Smalls. See? See what Fucking perfect. And he's really serious over here. He's like, who? Peppercorn. Can't forget Allison Brie. Peppercorn. Mm-hmm. And well, she, Mary Shelton is also in Planet Terror as Dr. Black, Josh Brolin's wife. Nice. Which is, uh, again, interesting because Stab later is directed by Robert Rodriguez, who directed Planet Terror with her in it. But Heather Graham is in that one, and they look a lot alike. So meta. Yeah. It's very really fascinating. getting down to the point. I said, Allison Brie, you probably know her from Glow or from Mad Men. She's done a bunch of other shit. Mm-hmm. She's pretty prolific. This is one of my least favorite roles of her because she's such an asshole in this movie. Yeah. Lots of other stuff. She plays somebody more likable or at least somebody with like some sympathetic attributes. This lady's just a fucking jerk. Trevor is portrayed by Nico Tortorello. Tortorella, who is a... Tortellini? A gender fluid and has been on RuPaul's Drag Race and all this stuff, but plays like the straight jock character in this, you know? Oh, yeah. the, the girl's boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. And then um, the kid who plays Robbie, the kid with the camera on his head the whole time, mm-hmm. he's in Saw 2. He's the kid in that movie, the whole movie. Mm-hmm. He's also in Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Which also is an, another movie with Kieran Culkin in it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Look at this, Connections, baby. It's fun to talk about. At least it is for me. Everybody else is like, this is terrible. Uh, no, I think... Uh... You don't want to forget the Culkins, right? So that's, that's just talking about the cast here. Let's talk about the opening of this movie, which... The opening of this movie is fucking so over-the-top absurd. Like, you, you almost get mad at it, but you're like, this is just fucking brilliant, because it's too much fun. Well, it's it starts, not taking itself seriously, I love that. It starts with Stab 6, which is actually Stab 7, which is actually Scream 4, watching Stab 7, watch Stab 6. Yeah, so Sherry and Trudy are the characters in Stab 6, which yes. are being watched by... Kristen Bell and Anna Paquin. And Stab 7. Exactly. Chloe and, and I'm Rachel. I'm trying to think, was this when Anna Paquin was doing um, True Blood? Was that like right at the beginning of this, like the overlap there? So she was doing the cameo. I feel like True like... Blood existed before 2011. And it might have still been going, though. But... Uh, no, yeah, no, yeah, but yeah. I feel like it was, uh, I feel like that's why she was cast like, as I never this watched cameo. it, though. Uh, I've watched part of the first season. It's, uh, She's good in um, The Squid and the Whale. You thought I was going to say X-Men, didn't you? The Squid and the Whale is a fucking Singer phenomenal that film. We, we need to actually before. cover that. I love that movie. We will eventually. It's uh, written by Noah Baumbach, who uh, mm-hmm. also directed The Marriage Story and uh, helped write several Wes Anderson movies. Yeah. That's why it has very many Wes Anderson vibes to the directorial style. Yeah. Although it definitely feels like it's a real universe and not fairy tale land like some Wes Anderson stuff. Yes. But that's what we love about it. But anyway, the... Uh, then they shut off the movie and uh, Jenny and Marnie, which is the actual universe. Mm-hmm. But you're not necessarily even convinced at this point. You're like, all right, how many times are I going to do this? I've got a tickle in my anus. Yeah. Butt sweat and tears. <laughs> you got to click a button. I-, I wish I had one for that. Butt scratching? No, I don't think there is anything. 
If you're just listening to the audio I podcast, I find it's best to stay out of other people's affairs. You may not have seen Nick lean forward to scratch his butt. No, my butthole. Did you not get a clean wipe through earlier? You need a wet wipe. Take a my anus. I'm gonna start getting some of those flushable wipes and try them out. Those are not actually flushable. Don't do that. Either. What do you mean? They say flushable right on it. Don't fucking do that. You'll spend out the ass on your sewer bill. Well, somebody will. <laughs> oh. uh, my, my, roommate. <laughs> my roommate that just called. <laughs> so you two, uh, you two perfect opportunity. <laughs> Um, okay. Yeah, we finally get to the real world, and you're like, okay, is this really... Are we finally there? I love it. But that. no, it's stab eight. Isn't... Um, one of them's killed off screen, right? Yeah. Like, kind of just implied like he's like, between oh, phone she's calls. dead already, yeah. Between phone calls, I think, yeah. Yeah, she disappears. Which is kind of lame, but like, whatever. Yeah, you. she's assumed it dead, but it kind of throws off the kill count. Like, do I count someone that didn't... They tried to make this one more yeah, character-driven sure than two and three. They thought that it kind of just like lost its little bit of ness, but it's, it's fine. I'm going to... You know, I like Axel F being Dewey's ringtone. That's funny. Beverly Hills Cop. Yes, I love that. As the fact that he's a cop and it's throwback. He's a sheriff. Yeah, yeah no, I like this for him. This is Dewey in top form. When you see him in five, it's depressing, this man. This is top form. Yeah, because this he's not the... limping. He's gone through physical therapy. He's married to Courtney Cox and he's fucking her nightly and he's living in a nice house. Yeah, this is the dream. Anything before this or after this is all trash for him. In Scream life. 5, he's an alcoholic who beats off to his ex-wife on television. Living in a trailer, and he fucking dies. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> That's the worst part of that. He doesn't even death. get laid again before he dies, when she shows up. Like, no. he sees her, talks to her. Fucking, he dies with a loaded weapon. He doesn't even brutal. get a fucking, take that thing uh, to the firing range. That's because he can't, I know, he can't fucking hit anything. So Sydney is finally, this is the one movie that's kind of, this is one thing I do find out of place. Because she wants no publicity about all of her shit throughout the first three movies. She's vehemently against it in two and in three even. But now she's Dr. Loomis in Halloween 2. And she's writing a book about it. And then in Scream 5, she's back to not giving a fuck and wanting any part of it. They imply that her book is more about finding the positives to your life. Yeah, well, it's not not like she's writing about the murders. She's writing about how she... Out of the darkness. It's coping yeah, exactly. with trauma, right? And then basically. she has her little her little yeah. book reading. By Sidney Campbell. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is off. And then as he pulled character. his swollen member out of me, I could feel mm. the fluids drip onto the floor. Hot, wet smacks. Is that I like should a, be a writer, huh? Is that like the hot wax drip you put on your at the end of a car wash, you know? The hot hot wax? Before the final rinse? I don't think so, Tim. <sighs> you don't think so? Okay. I was, I was asking. I don't know what goes on in the world when I'm not around. Plenty of people exist and do things. Uh, the phones me. are going crazy in the classroom in school. and um, You know the most like, unrealistic part of this is all these fucking assholes answering phones, even at this point, in 2011. Who the fuck answers their phone? In 2011, I think more people were, but most of mm-hmm. them were also checking texts and stuff. And it was like, yeah. I, I answer phone from like five people, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, if they're calling, I'm like, all right, I'll try to answer If you're that. not on my fucking favorites list, chances are I'm not answering your fucking phone call. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to say that, right? Um, so, Deputy Hicks is all, like, wanting that Dewey dick. Mm-hmm. Can you blame her? But she ends up saving Gail later. Oh, yeah. And the, the girls are watching Shaun of the Dead, a classic, which is another one that deconstructed the zombie genre, is what, as people say, the scream did to the slasher genre. Mm-hmm. 
The dialogue around the film nerds in this, the cinema club, is pretty interesting. No, I like it. But I Shaun think that's the, the well done here. Good. No, Shaun of the Dead is definitely superior to every Scream movie but the first one, I'd say. They're probably on par with each other in my like heart, because I love them a lot. But Yeah, Scream did something different, and then it created its own whole thing. And I love um, the guy, what's his name, who plays Ghostface? Can't remember his name now. Ghostface. Um, is he in the suit in every movie? No, he's the voice. Just the voice. Okay. Roger Jackson, that's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, um, I love his performance in this. There's a couple lines that he says, like, when he says, this is not fucking Trevor. The way he says it, it just, like, really sells the sells the vibe. I don't know. The line delivery there, yeah, because there's some anger and some angst to this version of Ghostface. angst. He ends up being in Olivia's closet, and she's the third victim. Mm. Walking around brawless, like, mm. oh, look at me on camera. I'm just a high school mm. student with my boobies out. <laughs> And you're like, hmm. Hmm. Anyway, Gail is like, hey, Charlie and Robbie, we should, like, work together. You know, the cinema club, as you were mentioning. Yeah, yeah, she wants to work with them. Um, Sydney fires her publicist at the hospital. She gets... Who gets murdered in the garage. Which is pretty cool. I do like that like scene. They... Like, parking garages are done a lot, a lot in movies. There's two that stick to my mind that I really like. This is one of them. And the other one's Drag Me to Hell. Mm-hmm. There's no death in that scene, but it's like the old gypsy, like, oops. But, like, that's what they... A really enclosed <laughs> parking garage with Romanian. shitty lighting. See, I didn't even, like, know Never. that. Never. But I should educate myself on it. So this Romanian witch lady who curses the character attacks her in her car in the garage. Is that any less offensive? It's still racist, isn't it? Like, what the hell? Uh, Anyway. I'm not qualified to make a comment on that, so I'm going to assume it you is. you got to be gay to survive. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> an that interesting helps. take. <laughs> oh, I love that part. I do like the, the idea of the stabathon. You see people dressing up and going mm-hmm. to it. I thought, um, I thought gay characters get killed in horror movies. Pretty, no, pretty I never regular. saw anyone get fucking cheered on at a party when I went yeah. to high school like that. So. Bride of Chucky comes to mind. Her gay best friend gets fucking yeah. run over by a truck. I don't remember gay people being particularly protected in, in horror movies. But I think they were talking about 2011 times, so maybe then they're trying to imply other horror movies are too woke. Maybe. Well, yeah, you have to look at what's going on around there at that time. But there was a lot of remakes. Like, the Friday the 13th remake was that, what, 2009? 2009, yeah. So this is shortly after that, Uh, and then shortly after the Friday. Was Nightmare on Elm Street 2010? Yeah, very similar time frame. Oh, another one of those Robert Rodriguez connections. He also directed The Faculty, written by Kevin Williamson. Hmm. Well, they go through, even Kirby's character later in the film goes through the whole fucking list of reboots and remakes and, like, fucking spews them all off mm-hmm. like a goddamn encyclopedia. That's why she's is, one of people's favorite characters and stuff. She's fucking glorious, yeah. Way underrated as far as the whole franchise goes. So. I love the two cops, you know, they're talking about the, uh, what are their names, Haas and Perkins? Mm-hmm. They're talking about uh, cops and movies mm-hmm. rule. They're, they always die if it's a horror movie, except that Bruce Willis... <laughs> And then he says, you know, I'll be right back. And they call back to that bit, which is funny. They do that again in Scream 5, though, so it's kind of like yeah. overkill. But uh, Perkins fakes his death, and then Haas gets stabbed. And this is one of my favorite fucked up kills in the Scream movies. He gets stabbed in the fucking forehead with a knife, and then he's like... Wouldn't that be an instant kill? I mean, he's pretty active Well, if it's just and... the knife, it depends, to be honest. Cause really? It depends on where it hits the brain. So I I said the exact same thing last night when I was watching this it's with, so fucked. with Liz and... I've I've heard of people getting shot in the head or shooting themselves in the head or whatever else that is and still like 
being able to function. So him getting out of the car and walking. You out. should read this story about the guy who had a fucking rod iron. It was in like the or 1900s. Oh yeah, he had to um, shoot through his fucking head, and he lived like another 30 years or some shit. Yeah, because well, the cycle sticking out of his head. Because the psychological. No, but studies, it like it changed his brain. Yeah, he became a different fucking person. Like his entire personality changed after that. What was a uh, Phineas Gage? That's his name. There you go. Yeah. So History lesson. Oh. I'm a fucking nerd. But you already knew that. I'm going to take a sound clip of that and add music to it. So every time we talk history, we yeah, do that. Uh, yeah. Um, Kate goes to get groceries, and then she says, I'll be right back. And they don't say notice of it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, uh, she's shortly killed after they realize Jill's picked up by Kirby. And uh, she gets killed through the mail slot. That's a, That's a fun kill, because it's not something we've seen a million times in there. Yeah. The forehead knife stabbing, though, I was like, you know how much fucking force it would take to go through your skull? If they went through the eye, I f- would find it to be more believable, and then you've got the body horror element there. I wish they would have just gone through the eye. He's got one of those Jinsu knives. That it's still pretty terrible to think about dying that way, especially the way he was still aware for like a good solid yes. minute. But the He's thing like, it was pretty neat is like Bruce Willis. the way yeah. like you see the... That's a little cheesy, but <laughs> I let it slide because they're not taking themselves seriously. You see like the kind of head like smash around where that knife goes in and like kind of smash his face with an iron yeah <laughs> exactly hey wait no wonder Culkin's a killer in this he learned it all from his brother right mm-hmm. actually that's we should just remake Halloween as a scream film Kevin is <laughs> ghost face Halloween oh, yeah whatever gold jacket green jacket I'm just talking you home alone well it's like in scream five when she's describing the stab movie and he's like you mean like Halloween yeah it's all the same um. Oh yeah. So then they put in stab seven when they're back at Kirby's place. Come here, come here, come here. Mm-hmm. And uh, Trevor shows up, and they're like, "Oh, there's this whole thing about oh. you send me a text." No, I didn't. Um. Oh, after the big party where Gail gets fucking hurt and she plants her cameras everywhere. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting concept, but they already noticed that, so it felt like they could have left that out by them covering up the cameras. Now, finding the webcam, I thought was a much more interesting take. Well, it was interesting because she was putting webcams and they had webcams yeah. up. Um, and then that character, Robbie, gets murdered. <laughs> I'm gay! I'm gay! I mean, if it helps! <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Charlie's at the door and, you know, Sid's like, don't let him in if you can't trust him. And then she goes out, well, they recreate the thing from the first scream movie which yeah. is obviously the first stab movie to them uh, where the boyfriend's tied up out there and yeah. asking her trivia and she that's does the, that whole that's thing that's the like, drew barrymore scene there. yeah yep. which is a fun one but there's no gutting in there like have you noticed that in all the scream movies that was like as gory as it gets is that first kill like the guts there like we've never seen anything like for gutting someone with knives as they do in these movies i'm gonna gut you like a fish yeah it's uh, interesting that they've toned it down so Dewey's much. death in Scream 5 was pretty fucked up. The way they stab... There's lots of blood, but it's not gore, so... Yeah, there's no, like, guts falling But it's out implied to be really fucked up, the way they, like, stab him and slice up him. Yeah. Kind of fish, really. Off-scene, though. Off-screen. They mentioned yeah. Peeping Tom. That first movie to put the viewer in the killer's point of view. Which I, I appreciate. Anyone in the that loves the genre is going to love that, like... Shot, right. Shot well, that's because people will always tell you Halloween's the first slasher movie, Black Christmas is the first slasher movie, uh, Texas Chainsaw is the first splasher, slasher movie, Psycho's the first slasher movie. It just goes back until Peeping Tom. I think is the earliest one that people try to claim is 
Yeah, that I don't type think there's a lot of. And I've not seen Peeping Tom actually, so I can't speak on that. We I should, should eventually. We should cover some of the classics. We should go. We back should cover to all the movies that are mentioned in Scream, yeah. like Prom Night. Yeah. And, uh, Peeping Tom. Nick's like, oh fuck myself. Mm-hmm. Nick likes horror. He's not going to complain. Not. Nick complaining? No way. I don't like uh, Prom Night. You like Psycho? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to review Prom Night anyway, probably eventually. I just all once. The Psycho movies. We'll recently. do Prom Night in April. I hear the Psycho sequels aren't too bad, actually. I haven't no, seen them. I but like them. Psycho 2, TV I show was really pretty liked. good. I had the VHS of it. Bates Hotel. Yeah. Um, and then Charlie stabs uh, <clears throat> Kirby twice and then uh, leaves her to die. And uh, she doesn't die, apparently, as we find out she's in Scream 6, which <laughs> we love to see because she's a good character. Well, that's so fucked up, too, because like she finally has a connection. and She has like a little bit... In Scream 5, there's a little thing on the a thumbnail about her survival story or something. So. Yes, like, that's the teaser that she lived. No, but, like, when she dies, right before, like, she's starting to have this connection with Charlie, right? They start to have this, like, respect, and then he's like, You ignore me all this time yet? And I'm like, what a fucking drama king. Mm-hmm. Like, get over it, dude. The fact that she's talking to you now should be all that matters. And he grabs Sydney with a knife, and Jill reveals herself and stabs Sydney. Yeah. And they're trying to recreate... The first movie or whatever, and Trevor's tied up to be framed, and then she says, "I'm not the girl you cheat on." Shoots him in the dick. That is fu- that's the RoboCop scene from this, right? There's some callouts in here that I no 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 the RoboCop cock shot. I was like, damn. How many fucking um Tarantino movies have the dick shot in it too? <sighs> Ooh, I don't know, but the RoboCop really just like sets the tone. I'm like, I'm glad that you're not just commenting on horror movies. Though. Here's my only problem with the Scream movies that every one of them does. Their villain always explains the shit out of their plan too much. Mm-hmm. Very much James Bondish, And it's yeah. like, they are making sure that they're not going to win. Although, I will say, Jill came to the closest yeah, like, out just, of anybody. Just kill Sydney. Come on. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you just got to make sure the motherfuckers are dead. Well, yeah, yeah, she just stabs her in the stomach and leaves her. Yeah. She dumb. And then she... Uh, <laughs> Mimics it. No, after she fight clubs herself, which is awesome. Yes, that's the other. <laughs> I was no. thinking fight club and liar liar. No, no fight club, and I love how they all psych I'm themselves. I'm kicking up. my own ass. Exactly. Do you mind? Well, it, the goddamn pen is blue. <laughs> it's so fucking great because up until like that table gets shattered, like you're like, okay, this is fight club vibes, and they're like, fuck it, we're going full fight club. We're not even gonna fucking pretend like we're not. Mm-hmm. And then she like looks at the table and goes, woo, and I'm like, oh, well, you just it, the scene just keeps escalating for a minute yes. there. It's funny, because she does the knife on the shoulder, and you're like, okay, cool, we get it. But there's no and fun you, speech about being fully funded. And then goes and gets some scratch marks, and mm-hmm. then does the hair pull, and you're like, okay, that's yeah, enough. Puts no, the... gotta run into the fucking <laughs> painting wall thing, frame, and then get all the glass in the face, yeah. and then proceeds to stand up and be like, Hell yeah, I'm going to jump into this table. And fu- <laughs> well, the nails and like the ripping her own hair out are like, God damn, you're dedicated to the craft here. And then she uh, is enjoying basically the spotlight. You find out, you know, through her speech and everything, she's trying to be famous and all that. And That's the only part of this movie. Well, it's I've... like the motivations of these killers gets worse and worse as the movies go on, kind of. But... This one was just jealous of her... And wanting fame, Yeah, but her speech, though, I just felt was so contrived and so fucking cringeworthy that I really hated it when she was doing that. I would just say... It's always that way besides the first one. Yeah. But it just, like, really pissed you off. Because, like, had they just left Diane's that speech sister, out, I wouldn't have given a fuck. Or uh, Roseanne's sister. Uh, yeah. She has, oh, I yeah. guess, 
motivation that sort of makes sense, but even though it's poorly executed. But yeah, then, I mean, in the first movie, there's the motivation, but in this one, she's just like, I had to grow up in your shadow. Like, bitch, she didn't. Well, here's even live the thing too: Scream Five completely ignores Scream Three because Scream Three says that uh, Roman, Sydney's brother, actually is the one who convinced Billy and Stu to do their shit and manipulated them into doing it. Uh huh. Retconning that, so anytime they're like, Billy and Stu started this. Nope, Roman started it. Bitch, watch the movies. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not saying that was a good thing that Scream 3 did that. It wasn't. But uh, no, they but did. No, but the fact that you're like, hey, we need Ghost Billy to be CGI D-aged to be in the back of the car He just looks to you. bad. He's, yeah. He does not look young to me. He looks old as fuck still. I'm like, you de-aged him at what? Like 35? How old is he? 50? And you de-aged him? Maybe she's imagining what he would look like today. <laughs> I mean, decomposed, if that's truly the character. If he was right? still alive. They just didn't do a good job of that. Yeah, now, they should have done like zombie makeup on him. It's like, get the weird fucking... That'd have been easier. But Scream 6, the killer's going to be different. Mm-hmm. Different. So different motivation. Is it a new print? A little yellow different. Yeah. I it's hope like so. Sometimes people just do things for money. That's just really it's sad. really sad. And that's just really sad. <laughs> it's the taste of a new generation. Let's just talk about Wayne's World now. <laughs> I mean, that's just as fun. We've never reviewed Wayne's World, maybe, so eventually we, we'll have to get around uh, to it, you know, just for the fun of yeah. it. We need donuts for or, that, though. Uh, we need lots of things. We, an Elliot mm-hmm. donut. A nuke's drink. Let me read that back to you. <laughs> yeah. In a box Why of five it? holes. If you kill a man, <laughs> passion. <laughs> well, that's one of my favorite things. I know, I didn't understand that line until I was like 12, and you know, I was watching it for 12, and when I got it, I'm... I think my parents took me to Best Buy for like my twelfth birthday to buy shit instead of getting me shit. Yeah, and I like bought the DVD double pack, and I remember watching it that night and just being like, remembering both of those scenes in both of the movies, and just being like, this is the best thing ever. His fucking dialogue is so good. <laughs> anyway, back to Scream. So we're uh, mm. we're killing everybody off. Did you know, if you kill a man in the dead of winter, steam rises up from the wounds. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. No, and so uh, Jill gets uh, carted off to the hospital. Thinks Sydney's dead. She's talking to Dewey. Yeah, I'm talking about the matching wounds. Yeah, which Dewey is so fucking. Which she should know about. Oh no! And it takes Dewey forever to fucking compute. He's like, then he realizes, and he comes in too late. The killer, or they always do that. What they just say too much and something they shouldn't know. Mm -hmm. Yep. Slips. Freudian slip. Uh, so then you have that confrontation in there, which is not great. No, I'll tell you what pisses me off. I, I, I like seeing Dewey get beaten the head with a uh, the, bedpan. The <laughs> bedpan's the best part of that whole thing. Like beating the shit out of somebody with the steel bedpan, fucking brilliant. I'm all for it. If it had piss and shit in it, it would have been even next level. Because Sydney, it was piss and shit. Piss. Yeah, Sydney's own piss. Inner menstrual blood. What would be even better is if afterwards he realizes, is that in Sydney's piss and shit? <laughs> and he starts <sighs> beating it. <laughs> oh, we just went to the darkest place and on the web. he takes his pants off and he's just like, I'm fucking horny now. <laughs> make a. <laughs> <laughs> With the way some of make these are. Make a lube <laughs> out of her piss and shit. Hand me that bedpan. Is there any left? <laughs> fucking sweet. Soup of the gods. <laughs> oh, yeah, just like that. Um, 
The defibrillator scene really <laughs> Shit eating, son of How does she not hear Shit eating? No, a defibrillator will not, not do that. A defibrillator will not shock if there is a heartbeat. Well, regardless, a defibrillator is supposed to restart your heart. So if you're going, I thought it was when your heart has an irregular rhythm. It can, yeah, but it re- it, it stops it and then it restarts. Yes. Regardless, she did it's not like hear it charging up. Fuck you it. didn't hear she's it like charging pulling, up, and she does like it on the sides the of the person's head. Yeah. Okay, and I get it. It doesn't kill her. Okay, so that's all fine and good. Yeah. But they're like they make it look like she's dead. Even though she, yeah, she's laying there with her eyes open. Yeah. Overall, Judy, Judy coming through and flying over the fucking bed is so <laughs> stupid. And then she stands up like, like that is like almost the shit that is in scary movie. Like flying over the bed and be like, I got a bulletproof vest on. Well, Scream was always trying to do satire to yeah. to a certain level, and it is still comedy. It's still horror comedy. It's more horror, but it's like that's that. what's funny about scary movie making fun of it. It's like. You're just turning it into fucking airplane, basically. That's all they were doing. And it was yeah. literally by the same people, so... Or at least, uh... Once the third one was, it was. Mm. The first mm. two were done more by the Wayans, the Wayans brothers. Yeah. yeah. And then the fucking... And then Leslie Nielsen comes in in four, I think, right? He comes in in three. Is it three? three? The first three are good. I like the first three. Four I won't watch, or any of the spin-off ones. Yeah, but you get her character, which is... I don't know. I like her character up until the hospital scene. Who's because character? when she... Jill? When she's about to do the... Oh, uh, the deputy? Oh, you're talking about Hicks. Oh, wait, who are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, Judy. Judy Hicks. Who's named after Michael Bain and Aliens. Oh. Hicks. You just watched that recently, didn't you? What? Hicks. Uh, aliens. Mm-hmm. So. That would be climax. a good movie to make Hick, and then the sequel, Hicks. About a fucking redneck. Oh yeah. yeah. First, the first one's a solo story. The second story is about the family. Mm-hmm. And then Hick three. And then Hick resurrection. And then. And that one's Jesus. And then Prometheus. Are we still going here? No. <laughs> so the end of this movie is just kind of like. And then Hick cover. And then the movie just sort of ends. That's where it really gets disappointing because, like, I like the act of the fight club up through the sequence before you go to the hospital it's like okay this is pretty cool when she's like wiping the shit out of her face because she's like trying to work herself up and it's crazed I, I just, it works for me and like that's her that's jill's peak in this movie like in the hospital the fact that she's wearing tearing off everything also you tear off all these monitors and there's no alarms that go off in your room like a fire the nurse was station. at least for a second no not when until like way later like all that would go off immediately and uh, granted you're suspending disbelief but come on now that's the brand of root beer Grandpa drinks and Lost Boys, Nick. What? That you were just messing with. Hires? Mm-hmm. Hires root beer. How'd you figure that out? Didn't we try to figure that out before? I did figure it out, and I found one. Clearly, still, he they solved the puzzle, it? Dana. Uh, he did this research earlier, actually, and it's still made uh, possibly, but maybe not. It's listed on <laughs> the Dr. Pepper Company's website as a previous product, but it looks like in 2020 it was most likely discontinued. Mm-hmm. In favor of A&W brand, also owned by the same company. Oh. Anyway, so yeah, so Scream 4 just kind of ends, and then you're like, well. And the then you do the whole media movie. thing at the end, like where everyone's like reporting on Yeah, they do that the at everyone. Like, All right. I almost just wish they wouldn't have gone to the hospital, because that just Originally, feels... they didn't. Really? They just ended it there? But see, I think I do like it, because it changes it just enough, and it doesn't drag on too much at the hospital. Um... 
But yeah, Jill gets further than anybody else. Scree- uh, ghost faces. Like she almost got away with it. If she had just killed Sydney, she would have. I would have liked the ambiguity of them ending the movie, not knowing if she was dead or you know. Well, no, she wouldn't have the gotten away with it. The cliffhanger ending could have worked. Well, she would have talked to Dewey she and them, but then they, that's, that wouldn't have convinced everything, I don't feel like. No. That could have still been like... It wouldn't have held up in the court of law. Yeah, possibly. But she could have come once back they and go and find her again. killing Sydney, yeah, shit's over with. Once that happens, Dewey she also, can't win. Dewey also said she might have lost some short-term memory, too, so she should have tried to see if Sydney would have remembered what happened. Still, still came closer than anybody else, though. Mm. Everybody else died at the... Mm-hmm. Staging scene, scene. Of crime, yeah, yeah. No, it's a fun one. I like ninety percent of the movie. There's about ten percent in there that really I find kind of silly and stupid. But overall, I think it's the best scream sequel besides the original. Yeah, I, that's the way I feel. It's definitely my second favorite. <sighs> like, there's moments I like in Scream Two, but I don't like the cast as much. And so I go Scream One. It's scream Jerry O'Connell four. that annoys me in the movie. I know he's so, and it's, I just don't like him, and it's nothing Leave personal. Jerry O'Connell alone. He just, he's fine in other stuff. I don't hate the guy. Have yeah. you seen Piranha, the remake? Well, one of the remakes. Piranha he's good in that 3D one. D and then three double Ds. I think they did after that. Well, there's also a '95 Piranha remake. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that one, but doesn't, I doesn't she mention that in her list of remakes? She, she, she does. I think she listed list. Piranha, yeah. He's in that, actually, which is funny because he's the porno shooter. All right, Nick. Um, last question the before we wrap shooter. this up. Who are you sleeping with in this movie? We didn't ask in uh, the other movie. I know, but party we're monster. asking now. And the answer would have been Mia Kirshner. In the party monster? Yeah. The wife of Dylan McDermott. <laughs> I've always had a thing for her. Hmm. In this movie, Hayden Pantier... Yeah. Hayden Pantieri. I'm going with Pinata. that answer also oh, for Scream 4. Oh, wait, hold but on. for Party Monster, it's probably Macaulay Culkin. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who's the no. publicist? Allison Brie. Yeah, I'd probably have to go with her. Oh, I'd be going with Hayden Pantier. Kirby. Because of her character, just because both. I'd be okay. really close. Fair. That's fair. I can appreciate that. Close call. She's what's known as a uh, baddie. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How about you? <sighs> Sydney? No. Uh, Gail? He's old. Don't say anybody t- too young. The mom. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's older than me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> he still said it, bitch. Yeah. I'm like a year older than you. Allison Brie, for sure, I think. Yeah. Okay. I like her. That's way probably the most respectable movies. answer you can give. She's like my Safe age, answer. I think. So. Safest answer, yeah. I like it. I mean, you're seven years younger than me, so, I mean. Which makes what you and Nick do kind of breaking the rules here. Hmm? You got a nine-year age gap. Hmm? What do we do? You guys know what you do. Tell us in detail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's on a that's behind a paywall, kids. All right, let us know what Scream movie you like better than Scream. <laughs> and <laughs> you're always wrong because the best Scream movie is Scream. Mm. But uh, let us know your rankings of the Scream films and why Scream 4 is your number two. Are we going to do a ranking when we review Scream 6 next week? We're going to have to stack rank them at that point because we're on the sixth Is this going to be the last one, please? No. Have they stopped Friday the 13th movies? Yeah. <laughs> they have a series, though. That's, that's mainly because of the legal issues. I was going to say, that's because of legal holdup. The second series, actually, I should add. Yes. This is true. Although, yes, we know about the first one's not really the thing, but still. Mm-hmm. All right, kids. Thanks for checking it out, and let us know what you think. Hope you don't get your dicks caught in your zippers. Good night.